point in waiting any longer. So let's bring her out. The star attraction, the one you came to see. Ladies and gentlemen, the one, the only, Ms. Judy Gold. Welcome to Kill Me Now! We're on Kill Me Now in the studio. And I love our guest today. Me too. Uh, <laughs> I love you more. You know, Kill Me Now is uh, stars, uh, the host, Judy Gold. creator, Judy Gold. And there's also a another person who's here, uh, who's sometimes on VP, voice probation, but today he's not. Ladies and gentlemen, Lauren Oh, thank you so oh, much. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but thank our you. guest today, oh. <laughs> <laughs> our guest today is an old, old friend of mine. I mean, he's Absolutely. not old. Well, no, not You're old. You're pretty old. But I'm pretty but, old. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but we and, are old friends. Yes, and that voice is still, right? I could totally vibrate <laughs> to that voice. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, can. and also a host on Play Dot Shit. That's right. Yes, I like that. CBS Play Dot Shit. shit. Uh, <laughs> Chuck Nice is here. Yes. Now I, I. <laughs> you two are okay. Hilarious. I um, love it. Yeah. Now Chuck, that voice is like a fucking, and I'm a lezzy, <laughs> and I could, I could vibrate to that nice well i'm happy i mean that makes yeah, me feel good just go ahead and sit on top of yeah. your speaker turn up the you know so, yeah, but you know what it is is i um i went back to smoking so oh that's, oh, that's great chuck yeah, tell me about it how fucked that's up is that so you've got good. that nice uh, it's a, I, it, this is nothing more than a diner waitress voice kathleen turner that's can it can i have some coffee <laughs> exactly what do you want doll <laughs> what can i get you doll now chuck i've known you nice. for a very long time yeah. and uh like 99 is when we met or yeah. 2000 one or the other 99 yes. and i had been doing stand-up already for over 15 years at that point so wow yeah i'm an old person i've been doing stand-up I since didn't know that. i'm 18 or 19 years old wow yeah now you poor thing you. i know <laughs> oh my god and here we are on play dot shit uh, i mean fun but fact, you know what you what? you go ahead both of you started stand-up on a dare Yes, I know. That yes, is I know true. That. I didn't know that about you, Judy. Yes, it was Secret Santa's. I was a, I think I was a freshman in college. Was I fresh? No, I was a sophomore in college. Right. And we had like Secret Santa's, and my my Secret Santa dared me to do stand up on in the lounge. Nice. Yes. Uh, but you worked at a toy company. Yes, I did. And. One of your office Joan. workers, Joan. Joan. Joan said, uh, "You should do stand up after your job was eliminated." Yeah, so we were going to be. Uh, but you said only if everyone in the office comes. Everybody in the office has to come, or I'm not going. What if home. someone had like a death in the family or illness? Would you have? I would. I would have told everybody else to blame that person for having uh, weak DNA, so that somebody in their family died, so I couldn't go on stage. <laughs> so, so you were thinking of an out, but everyone came. Ev Even the guy that fired you? Uh, well, I wasn't fired. The, or eliminated you? No, he was my mentor and still is to this day like a second dad to me. My dad is dead, but Jerry. Mine too. I have no parents. <laughs> yeah! Yeah! Here's being an orphan. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and I had a horrible dream about my mother last night. No oh, way. 
it was um I, all right so this uh all right so i'm in a comedy club was she yelling at you no she was she comes back alive okay and i'm like i th- i have these about my father too where he the the recurring one about my father is that uh he comes back and uh he faked his death and he just had another family <laughs> right <laughs> Okay, uh, and then he comes back to reunite with my mother. But now my mother's dead, so now I have. So my mother, we're at some comedy club. She's there. She's like passes out. I think it's like a combination Hillary Clinton, my mother. So she passes out, right. and she's like on the floor. And I'm like, wait, you've been dead, and I, I already, I've been really, I did my process of grieving, and I'm okay with everything. Right. And now you're back, and she's in a really bad mood, and she's like, you know, like, in just, and I'm like, oh my god, now I have to deal with this. <laughs> so <laughs> not welcome back. I don't. I think oh my it's god, because I gotta people deal with always this. ask me about her. You know, like, can you do right. your mother? And I remembered your mother, and I don't know. Or it's still Hill, getting- and I. I think it's a combo of Hillary Clinton. She's still giving you material. That's true. So, uh, so who is the mentor, the father figure? Uh, Jerry Steinberg is a uh, was a father figure to me. Uh, Jerry Steinberg is a. Bing, oh, bing, 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 bing. Wait, oh boy! Uh-oh. Anytime we mention a Jew. Wait! Don't tell me you have a Jew whistle. Yes. <laughs> okay, so Jerry Steinberg. A whistle. Okay, so... Oh, God, that's hilarious. Yeah. Yeah, actually, Jerry uh, was a very influential guy in my life. Uh, Who was he? um, He was my boss, but took a... Took an interest. <laughs> is that the is that the double whistle for being well, the boss? Well, because he's the boss. Yeah. yeah. All right. And uh, you know, but we we became close. I used to go to synagogue with him before work in the morning. You know, <laughs> that gets a big one. Adopted Jew. Uh huh. Hapai Jew. So yeah, you know what I mean. And uh, you know, go to seder, the whole deal. I oh sat. Oh my. His his mother died. I sat shiva with him. So. <laughs> Oh, I've never awesome. seen her. Uh, I mean, that's good. We got Seder, Shiva, and going to Minion yeah. in the morning. So, you know, he we used to hang out together. He would take me to basketball games. We would go to golf outings. The funniest thing that ever happened with me and Jerry. We're going to a Maersk Lines is a shipping line, the container line that we use to bring our goods from the Far East, okay? And so they used to give these golf outings, and they would invite all the influential people that were clients. And so, uh, you know, I got an invitation, and Jerry was going. And so we're in the car, and we're driving to this country club, and he goes, Charles, you know this place we're going. It's a restricted club. Do you know what that means? And I'm like, well, I, I suppose it means that they limit the number of people that can. He goes, no, it means no blacks and no Jews. That's what it means. Now. You were going into war. Right. And then yeah. he goes like you this. no idea. He goes, if I don't tell him my last name, I'm fine. I don't know what the fuck you're going to do. <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious. You know. Uh, but that's the kind of guy he was. He was a really cool dude. What did you, you do? Know? Hmm? What did you do? I was the uh, uh, at the golf outing. Yeah. Oh God! I I I actually showed up and said my name was Chuck Steinberg. Uh, no way. Yes, I did. I was like, if you're going to be pissed, I'm going to piss you off doubly. <laughs> nice. I love it. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to really um, piss you off. Good. You Good know, job. Obama. 
is most likely going to join the Jewish Country Club in Washington. How I the Jewish Golf Club? Really? Yes, that makes He's, sense, though. Right? That makes sense. You know, o- Obama. La. Obama, <laughs> Bubala. <laughs> okay. Whatever. That's not bad. Um, Chuck, you uh, you grew up. You have another name. It's Charles. Fields. Yes, Charles Fields. Uh, but you grew up in Mount Airy Lodge, Mount Airy, and all I think of is the Mount Airy Lodge. Yeah, that's the Poconos. Right. So I like was you- right outside of Philadelphia. It's not the Mount Airy Lodge? No, not beautiful Mount Airy Lodge, unfortunately. Uh, and that's what everybody thinks when you say Mount Airy. I know, Mount Airy. I, yeah. I thought it was. So you're outside Philly. Um, what? There's nothing. Uh, I cannot find anything about your childhood. Was it normal? Um, yeah, it was painful and normal. So I had like... Well, hello, comedian! <laughs> exactly. Right. You know, I had a very normal childhood. We moved to, uh, you know, an all-white neighborhood, and that's what I remember most about my childhood was that when when we... I was I was actually born in West Philadelphia, mm-hmm. born and raised on the playground. I wasn't even gonna. Yeah, there you go. I wasn't even. <laughs> then don't, VP. No. I didn't. He didn't. So, he didn't give me a chance. But no. I, I, I remember being like five years old and hating my existence because I knew that something was wrong. There was, you know, everybody was working class, but they were working poor. Right. You know, they were the working poor. Blue it's not collar, very yeah. blue collar, and you know, but there was a lot of strife. Right. You know, and there was a lot of violence. Mm-hmm. Like, you know. Uh, probably a lot of drinking. Well, not not in my family. Nobody drank, you oh, know. I just meant in the community. Um, okay. What, who's, who's the host <laughs> I'm on VP. I already knew that I should. I, I wish just, I could take I it back. I mean, I'm not I even wish I could take there. it back. I'm really sorry. Parents. What did your parents do? He's such do? a good yeah. storyteller. I'm, sure, I'm sure there was a lot of drinking, though, but I wasn't exposed to it. But you could tell that there were definitely a lot of social ills. And you had a lot of kids. Like, fighting was the thing. You had to fight. Right. Okay. And so like every day, and I didn't want to fight. I never wanted to fight anybody. And so as a result, everyone beat my ass. Right. Because you I- You didn't fight back. I didn't fight. I was just like, What no. were they fighting? Because you were black? No. Just, now this is before we moved to the all white neighborhood. All right. This is West. So this is West Philadelphia. It's all black neighborhood. And every day I oh, go to I school, see, I, see. I would get into a fight. Right. Everybody wanted to fight. And I didn't want to fight. And so one day I'll never forget. I, uh, and I would run home. And one day my mom locked the door and she moved the curtain and left me. And the kids who were beating me up saw that my mom, and they were like, oh, your mom knocked you out of the house. Oh, we're going to kick your ass now. Right. And um, that's fine. Frightening as fuck. It is frightening. I'm the one who reacts. (laughs) Okay. Sorry. And the more you look at Lauren, the less. You know, the more he's going to start. I'm not looking at him. I'm not even looking at him. Go, go, go. So anyway, uh, it was the first time I ever fought back, and I won because I- Because she forced you to. She forced me to fight, and I felt as though these these kids were going to kill me because now I have no no recourse. Right, right, right. I have nothing to fall back on. And I remember uh, we had a loose railing uh, Mm -hmm. in in the banister, and I pulled it off. And I whacked one of the kids with yeah, it. Yeah, baby! <laughs> and? And then I whacked the other kid with it. And they started running, and I started chasing them. 
and all the other kids. The adrenaline was. Yeah, oh. oh, I was so amped up. I've never right. been more amped. Right. I'm chasing them. The one kid falls. I jump on him. I start whacking him with the with the thing. Somebody pulls me off of him. Nobody ever fucked with me after that. They were like, "Oh, Chuck's crazy." Right. Chuck right. snapped. Right. But I never, <clears throat> even still, I just never felt safe. And my parents looked at me and, you know, my father was a business person. He owned his own business. Mm -hmm. And my mother, uh, at the time, she was working for a federal judge. Mm -hmm. And both of them were like, we have to get out of this neighborhood. Well, did you have any siblings? Yeah. I, I had one younger sibling at the time. What? A uh, sister. Uh-huh. Yeah. And, uh, but, you know, she was the belle of the ball. Everybody right. loved her. You right. know what I mean? Right. So she actually was scarred when we moved. I loved it. Right. We moved to a lovely neighborhood. I went to this lovely school. Nobody ever, I never got into a fight. Nobody ever asked me to fight. Right. I have met my first white friends in my life. Right. And I hate to say this, you know, I thought to myself, I really like white people. They do not hit me. Right. <laughs> and that was it. So, you know, uh, but then. <laughs> but then. But then <laughs> I, I actually discovered racism. Because what? Yeah, like you wait know. a minute. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Let's stop. So racism. Yeah, yeah. Tell me about I it. I have not heard. Yes, wait, what is, exactly is that? It's a weird, weird thing. Wait. <laughs> you discovered it from the white from the white, right. So that I went from, you know, this you know, untenable situation where violence was very much part of my life, right. which I hated. Right. To this situation where the funny thing was the kids weren't racist. Right. Their parents were. Right. Of course. And you know, and then slowly but surely, everyone moved out of the neighborhood. Right. We were the first black family. And then by the time I got to high school, it was pretty much a black neighborhood. Wow. You Whoa. know, but the thing was, it was all people just like my parents who had moved from uh, another neighborhood where they were looking for a better life right. for their kids. And so it was still. And a what's really the neighborhood like now? It's pretty much the same. It's all the same people who lived there when I was a kid. It's right. just that all their kids are gone. It's literally a and a retirement. Right. <laughs> it's a retirement community at this point. It's all the people that I grew up with, and right. they all just still in their homes, and there's just no children. Right. So it'll probably change over in the next few years or right. so. Because it's all grandparents and right. no kids. Right. Well, Do your kids parents still live? Well, your father's dead. My is father's your dead. My alive? mother's still alive. She still lives in the neighborhood. Wow. Yeah, uh, you know, and what so. about your sister? Uh, my sister lives in Jersey now. You know, she moved away to Jersey from my mom. And my brother is still, you know, in Philadelphia. Uh -huh. So, yeah. You know, That's I moved, a very I moved nice. Here. But, you know, that, that was, you know, the fact that, uh, you know, um, the, the pain of my childhood came from family strife. Of course, right. You know what I mean? It's right. like my parents didn't get along, but they stayed together for the kids. Oh, yeah. Bad, bad scene. Mm -hmm. Always a bad scene. Right. And, and you know, Damn. I'll never forget when they said we're getting divorced and the three of us. They, we're like they, jumping for joy. Oh, we were like, thank you. Oh, <laughs> finally. <laughs> Wow. Somebody! Oh, this right. is amazing! And we congratulated them. You? I was twenty something, right? And literally, I what said, did they do? "What? What was their reaction?" They were flabbergasted, <laughs> and they were pissed. Oh right. yeah, because they were like, "Do you do realize that we've made this decision to stay together for you guys?" Right. And I, I remember saying, I remember saying to them, um, uh, "You guys shouldn't have done that." Like. And I'll, I'll never forget this, because we were all at lunch together, and my father said, you know, uh, we stayed together for you guys, and we, we wanted to make sure that you grew up Thank in a home. Thank you so much. Right, and I, and I went Wait, like, are, are, are either of your siblings? Both of them were there. 
No, no. Are they married? Uh, yeah, she's divorced. Okay. Yeah, my, my brother never got married. Right, gay. And uh, I'm not sure if he's gay, but he probably is. Yeah, I need to just, I, you bring him here. And yeah. we'll, we'll, well, we'll, you'll figure uh, it out. We'll figure it you'll out. You'll figure it out. So your father but, said what? I'm sorry. Um, I just thought he never got married because he just, like, they had such a terrible marriage right. that he was like, I'm not about it. And my sister is divorced. Right. You know, and I happened to marry a saint who basically saw, like, you're a really good guy with a lot of fucked up problems. Right, right. (laughs) And so, you know, she stayed with me for 18 years, and now I'm actually a a really good husband. Right. You know, I mean, but I was awful for many, many years. Yeah. But I I told my dad, I said, you shouldn't have done that. You do realize that you probably did more damage to us staying together than you would have if you had gone apart. And he was like, you guys are the most ungrateful children. Oh, my God. And you are the himself. most ungrateful little fucks I have ever met oh, in my hilarious. entire life, you know. But, uh, you know, that's where, and to this day, I don't do a lot of, like, I have maybe an hour of family material that I don't do mm-hmm. because, you know, when my mother, uh, uh, hopefully for won't be for quite some time, but she has cancer right now. I'm um, sorry about yeah. that. What kind? She has bone cancer. Ugh. Yeah. So painful. It's, uh, you is know, she getting stoned? Henny was just telling me about uh, some, what's it, RSO oil? Yeah, Rick Simpson oil. Rick Simpson yeah. oil. And I'm very interested in that because they put my mom on Oxy. Oh, no. You got to get the really, cannabis. Yeah. And uh, so Whereas it's. Whereas ki- my therapist says cannabis. Cannabis. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but which makes sense because they actually uh, are called cannabinoid receptors that right. are in your brain that actually like you. CB1, on, CB2. There you go, baby. All right. So, uh, you know, but um, it's funny because. Uh, How old uh, is she? Uh, she's 75. Oh, my God. She's so young. Yeah, for for this. That, that is really young. Yeah. And she's a young person. Right. right. Like, fuck. my mom's like one of these strong, like, fuck you type people. Right. Like, you know, she, I, my earliest memories of my mother is, you don't tell me what to do. Right. Like, that's my mom. You yeah, know? my mother used to say, I'd be like, you have to do, you know, you have to pick me up. I don't have. To, to do, do anything. anything. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. I might use that one. I haven't used that yeah, on the kids. Exactly. That I only and have a few more years left. Yeah. I, 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 I think you've forgotten who the parent is yeah. here. Oh, I, maybe you've forgotten who the parent is here. I can get you a mirror and you can figure it out. <laughs> so Funny. You know, but... Um, <laughs> so did you go to college? Yeah, I went to Pitt. Penn? Pitt. Oh, Pitt. Yeah. University of Pittsburgh. I wish I went to Penn. I wasn't so you that went smart. To Pitt, and I what went did you to, study? I, went to, uh, I studied business and computer science as a dual major. Right. Uh, when I got out of school, I that's where I met Jerry. Right. I got a job Jerry, immediately. Jerry what? Jerry Steinberg. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and love that. I just love that. Um, and I got a job right away at, at a Toys R Us. And uh, Jerry, I haven't heard of that. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And uh, he met me, and you know, um, uh, we had these conversations. You know, I was a store manager, uh, just because my mom told me I had to get a job right away. No, no interest in the arts or performing, or I always had an interest in performing. Right. Always, if I have to be honest, from my earliest memories, maybe from about six, seven years old, right. I was always in productions at school. Right. I was always the public speaker. Right. I was the class president. Right. I was always 
uh, asked to give, like, <clears throat> if I were representing the grade, right, 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 I was right. one who read whatever. Right. Loved it. Humble my, my, Yeah. No, my mother told me that entertainers were people of little moral fiber. Well, she's not wrong. <laughs> that was an opening for me. I'm really sorry. <laughs> You're really on my nerves today. You you are my mentor. Aren't you proud? No, because you're annoying. <laughs> so if I, that must be mean I'm really annoying. No. Um, yeah. Wow. So, yeah, so I I I felt as though because my dad was a business person that it was my uh it was my actual duty to uh go into business and right. you know stuff like that. So, um you do this stand-up gig. Yeah. And uh you meet this guy, Lee Morgan. How do you find all this stuff? That because is I'm a Jew! <laughs> yeah. Whistle! Yes. And Lee and, and you, and, and I don't, he was a stand-up. Lee was a stand-up comic. My very first time on stage <clears throat> uh, was at uh, the Comedy Works in Philadelphia on oh, yeah. Chestnut Street. Yes, very nice yeah, area. Yeah, So uh, I, I did New Year's Eve there, or... Yeah, I did some. I loved it. Yeah, it was a great, great yeah. club. And now so, they have helium, right? Yeah, they have helium. Uh, the people at helium don't hire me. Me neither. All right, good. Yeah, then it's not bitches. just me. Yes. All right. Yeah. I mean, I don't get it. Uh, are you over forty? Yes, I okay. am. So is that? Yeah. I don't know. I, I mean, for me, I could think of numerous. Re- but I, I do think no, it's that's, an age that's rid- thing it, with Yeah, me. because it's ridiculous not to hire you. I mean, I mean seriously. Th- thank you. You can thank go anywhere and people know who you are. And I've never been to a show with you where you've come off stage and people weren't just like, oh, my God, that was great. Oh, yeah. Chuck, you're yeah. so yeah. nice. <laughs> okay. But, yeah, so anyway, uh, I, do this, I do the gig and Lee Morgan comes up to me afterwards. He goes, hey, man, where do you work out? And I literally said, the sporting club. Right. Uh, because you thought he meant physically physically work out I have no idea what he was talking about talking about what's your home club and so um, you know he was like very funny seriously are you from New York I was like no this is my first time right and he was like dude you are really good if that was your very first time you are good right I want to help you right and how come I never met Lee Morgan? I, well, he's dead now. I know. Yeah. So unfortunately, he's passed. But he. How old was he when he died? Oh man, he was about twenty-six. Oh my God! From oh. what? Drugs? No. So Lee had this autoimmune disorder. Uh huh. And like, I'll never forget. He spent the night over my house once, and he had a huge C shaped like gouge in his right. back. I said, "What is that, man?" And he was like, "Yeah." I, uh, I I have this disease where I catch infections and they get really bad very quickly. I caught an infection in my lymph node. They had to cut out right. half my back. Oh, God. Sounds like AIDS. Yeah, it, well, it's like it. Sounds like it. It's but. called HIV. <laughs> it sounds like after it kicks in, though. Yeah, but it's, it wasn't. It was just this weird disease he had. And, you know, anyway, he liked to smoke weed and he got, a lung, got, a, got a lung infection and died. Like in from the weed? Well, the I don't know, but no, I don't think it'd have been from the weed. I think but the he smoking. Got he got a yeah, lung yeah. infection. Fuck. He died in like four days. As a uh, matter of fact, we were moving in to L.A. H- together yes, and moving you, in with one another. You were going to move to L.A. and f- and fake that you were boyfriends. Yes, because Lee knew these great 
uh, places to live in West Hollywood. West Hollywood, the be- because it's so convenient too. It's so convenient, and at the time it was before West Hollywood was <clears throat> all the rage, you mm-hmm. know. And um, he says, "Hey man, here's the thing: uh, we can find an apartment. It'll be very cheap. Uh, but here's the deal: when we go on the go sees, all right, um, you know, you, you gotta be, you know, you're my girlfriend." And I went, really? And he says this right before we walk in the door. So I'm like, oh, okay. So then, anyway. That's smart. Yeah, right. He doesn't let say anything. So we walk in, and the lady is sizing us up. Right. Right? Now, was Lee black or white? Lee was black. Lee was black. So she is sizing us up, looking at us. You know, Lee is extremely articulate and very well-dressed guy. You know, Mm -hmm. so was I. And we're talking to her. And we're not even talking about the apartment. We're just having a great time talking. And then she says, you know what? If you guys don't like this apartment, I have six other apartments in this area. I really want to place you guys in a place. And if you have time tomorrow, we'll get together. We'll spend the day. We'll find you something by tomorrow. And I'm like, oh, that is so fantastic. Thank you so much. You know. So anyway, we part ways and I walk out and I say to Lee, I'm like, oh, so I see the deal. Like, this is a gay area. And, and he was like, yeah. And I'm like, yeah, I got a real problem, though, man. And he's like, what is it? I'm like, why well, I got to be your girlfriend? <laughs> next time you want to be, be next time you're going to be my girlfriend. Right. <laughs> right. You want to be the I, top. I'm the top in yeah. this relationship. <laughs> so, did, so, what, so you, so the next we, day, did we, you go? We signed the lease. The next following the, day. The following day, she found us an apartment. We signed the lease. At the time, I had a little import company. I had to come home and take care of some business. While I was home, I got a call from a comedian I knew in L.A., and I thought it was a joke. And she said, Chuck, I'm really sorry to leave this on an answering service, but Lee Morgan is dead. Oh, my God. And I thought she was fucking around. Right. And I thought she was fucking around so much, and I'm so sorry that I did this to this day. I called Lee's mom. And I asked, uh, could I, is, is, is it possible that I could talk to Lee? He's not answering his phone. And she just started crying. <clears throat> that is the worst. Worst. Do you talk to his mother still? No, no, not anymore. I lost contact. She moved. His brother, I lost contact with him. He was in L.A. And, uh, but I owe my entire career to Lee to Morgan. To Lee Morgan. I, I, owe, I still to this day... You know, I thank God for Lee Morgan because when I didn't want to do stand up, I was like, this is hard. <laughs> like, I was like, I don't have to do this. Right. I have a job. I have a company. Right. This is really fucked up. Like, because right. we would go to these hell gigs mm-hmm. and he would get gigs and then ask the booker if he could bring me. He's oh, like, that was so nice. Yeah. He's like, yo, I got this guy, man. He's brand new, but he's totally cool. You don't have to pay him. He's hungry. He'll do it. And he's going to blow the he's going to blow the place up. I swear. So what year was this? Oh, God. This was 90. What? Six, maybe. Ninety five. Five. Four. Yeah. Somewhere. Now. So you're not married. I'm not married. No, no kids. No kids. No nothing. So did and you Lee stay in the are, apartment? No, I didn't. I couldn't bear to live there. 
Did you, what, I didn't did, even did you move tell to the LA. landlord? I didn't move to LA. Yeah, I called the landlord and I said, Lee died. And she was like, oh my God. Like, you know, at first she oh, didn't. Oh shit. She was like, like, are you okay? Right. like, what's oh. going on? Like, you know, and of course she thinks that yeah, that's mother. my boyfriend. Right. right. You know right, what I right. mean? So, you know, she was extremely compassionate. Right. You right. know, and in a way he was my boyfriend because, right. you know, Lee was like my man. Yeah. You know right. what I mean? We had a real connection. We had a real relationship, Absolutely. you know? And uh, he, like I said, he would take me around and he, Introduced me to everybody. Right. Six was months. Was he funny? Oh God, yeah. Yeah. Six months after doing comedy, Lee Morgan, there was a woman named Sarah. Oh, what was Sarah's last name? I forget. She Silverman. Was, uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Okay. But Sarah was the booker for Showtime at the Apollo for the professional comedians. Oh, okay. So Lee had an audition at Stand Up New York. Ugh. <laughs> remember when it was so I great remember when stand and they up ha- actually had a bouncer yeah, it was on. but anyway Lee had an audition to stand up New York and somehow got me on the audition and, I, and I said dude why would you put me on an audition you're gonna get this he was like if I don't get this I know they're gonna pick you damn that's what if and, that's a friend and that's and very rare you got it I got it wow did you touch My, the thing? No, I didn't have to. I was a professional comedian. Oh, you don't get to touch. You the don't have to touch the thing. That's only amateur. They oh. just they in, they just introduce Who you. Who was the host? Uh, I think it was Heavy D. Oh wow. my god! That's yeah, I think it was so cool. And uh, they bought me out, and I killed it. Right, killed it. And Lee was like, I love that's that theater. What, he was like, I, that's why that's why I asked you to do this, man. That's why I put you on the. Thing, he probably I knew, knew he was going to die. I don't know. Maybe he yeah, did, and he, he just did. never let me in on that. Yeah, I bet he did. You know what? You know what? I never thought of that, but that could be. I, I, I totally. Yeah, that could be. Like he thought he was going to die, but yeah. Anyway, um, or he knew. Yeah, yeah, he, well, he knew. knew. Not thought, but he knew. But yeah, he and passed, so he passed his legacy on to you. He and did. You're still, I'm still at it. Are you taking That's notes awesome. on a paper bag? <laughs> uh, no, th- these are your these are uh, your cues. Uh, okay, that's a paper bag. Like you don't have. A I, fucking... I do. I left it at home. I uh, but here. We need to get you a whiteboard. This is what I can't. I whiteboard can't feel and marker. With this. Now, um, there's another man in your life that was. Um, yes, I'm picking up the whistle. Uh oh. Another man in your life that was very instrumental in your career, and his name is Cy Goldberg. <laughs> oh my God! Oh, I gotta take off my headphones. No, you didn't. I did, bitches. No, you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! Let me tell you something. Judy Gold <laughs> is the best. First of all, don't ever do any dirt and have somebody sick Judy on you because you are <laughs> fucked. You are fucked, man. I can't believe you know about Cy Goldberg. Cy Goldberg, can you do Cy Goldberg for me? <laughs> all right, I'll be, I'll be Carrie Hoffman. <laughs> At Stand Up New York, and you do Cy Goldberg okay. trying to get your work. We, all right, right Brandy, don't we need a little backstory on this? Well, I think that we can do the scene. Okay, all right, great, we'll great, figure great, it out. Great. Okay, we'll and people out. can figure out who Cy Goldberg is. Mm-hmm. Okay, all right. Okay, ready? Hello, st- hello, Stand Up New York. Carrie, how are you? Cy Goldberg here. How are you? Cy, how you doing? I'm doing, you doing very well. Cy? I'm calling about hey, a young man. Is this man. the closest you've been to a Jew without an appointment? <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm Carrie Hoffman. I'm Carrie Hoffman at Stand Up New York. Sing yeah, some yeah, Sinatra yeah. for me, Carrie. Sing <laughs> some Sinatra, seriously. New York, New York. Okay. So, uh, yeah, what are, you, what are you calling? So I got I got a lot of people on the line. So I know you're looking for new talent, and I got this kid. His name uh-huh. is Chuck Nice. Uh-huh. He's amazing. What, and what's rotting. the name? Chuck Nice. You got to take a look at him. Chuck Nice? Yeah, N-I-C-E. The kid is phenomenal. You're going to love him. I'm going to send him up there. I, I, you know, well, we I, have auditions on Monday. Yeah, well, Monday is good. I'm but listen, I know you're booked. And here's the thing. The reason why I'm calling is because yeah, I yeah. need you to see him. I don't want to send him up there and have you so have I, him. where do you work? Uh, listen, why are you worried about me? You want to book me or you want to book Chuck Nice? Right. This guy's the uh, best uh, uh, I'm uh, trying to tell you, okay? Uh, you're, where, you're where, 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 where else has he worked? Uh, listen, the kid is everywhere. He's on the Philly circuit right now. Mm-hmm. I got references if you need him, but this is what I'm saying. <laughs> when you're going to be at the club, I want to be able to send this kid in here. You uh-huh. give him five minutes, and if you uh-huh. don't like him, uh-huh. I'll never call you again, okay? Okay, okay sorry. Uh, what's your number? Okay, here it is. 215, uh-huh. and boom. And guess what? Nice. That's what I did. <laughs> so that's how you got that's work. That's how I got work. That's how, and guess what, comedians. I need Cy Goldberg right the fuck now. Okay? <laughs> I do too. <laughs> Cy Goldberg, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. So I you can't feel like believe you know about Cy, Cy Goldberg. Goldberg. Uh, There's like now, eight people in the world that know about that. She's a witch. And you are amazing. I'm a witch. But listen. But listen, I got to tell you something. That was one of the best things I ever did. And the reason why... First of all, here's how, here's how naive I was to the business. You well, know that's how, the best way to be, naive, because you're fearless. Right, right, exactly. Right. Really, all I was doing was a slight impersonation of Jerry, who was like the strongest guy I know. Right. And Jerry and my father were the only two men I knew who could call somebody and start the conversation with, fuck you. Right. And end up with a sale. Right, 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 right. <laughs> and so it I, is, it's all a sales job. Yeah, and I didn't have those qualities. So I was like, well, if I call people, and uh, so by the way, Cy Goldman was a guy that we knew in the toy business. <laughs> right. And Cy was a friend of Jerry's. So I didn't want to say I was Jerry because Jerry was a real right. guy. I didn't want to say I was Cy because Cy was a real guy. So, <laughs> so <laughs> when you would Cy. show up at clubs, would the book, bookers be like, where's Cy or I talk sometimes, to Cy? Sometimes they would. And, you know, and, and, they'd you say, say? and I'd say, well, you can call him. He doesn't, you know, Cy's the old guy. He's not coming out with me. Right. You know, but, you know, certainly call him after I'm done. Let him know how I did. I'd really appreciate it. And at this it. point, nice. n- not everyone had a cell phone. So no, it no. Was like no. you could just it's cell phones no you yeah. could yeah you could just right. listen if the phone if the people didn't pick up the phone you left a message right and yeah. you left a message and then Cy would call you back right 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 <laughs> it would be great right right you know so yeah I got work because all I did was, I didn't know any better right I just didn't know any better and right. I was like I gotta get work and you know I would ask people how do you get work and they would say you gotta get an agent that's now, what everybody would say to me. You right. got to get an agent. I'm like, well, how do you get an agent? They're like, yo, you get some work. Right. An agent will see you. Right. And I went, I'm never going to work. I'm never going to get anybody to, to get do on board. Do you think we could start um, a booking agency? Oh, my God. Oh, absolutely. With Cy Goldberg. Absolutely. And you, could, and, uh, and you can take a percentage of everything. Are how you kidding me? That would, would that be great. Be? I'd love it. This episode isn't going up. Then. <laughs> well, we can change the name. <laughs> exactly. And they yeah. don't have to be Jewish. So, and no, they yeah. don't. And listen, right. Donald yes, Trump did do. it. Right. That's what I said. You, did, you and did, Donald are very close. Yeah, Trump did that right. Right. You know what I mean? As a PR person. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. You know. And but he reason, didn't change his voice. That's the thing. No, he didn't change his voice. He was no. a, a, a dummy. 
Right. Oh, really? I, th- I think he's really smart. <laughs> no, you think he's dumb? Really? Wow, yeah. yeah. I no. fucking hate that guy Do so you, fucking well, much. Well, you know why? Here's why you hate him. him. Because you're fuck, a smart person. Fucking the trashiest, the you, dumbest, the lowest common denominator because you don't, you don't liar. Fall, you don't fall for confidence, men. That's why. Oh, and it's you know? just there's nothing uh, to back it up. It's the biggest That's con That's why job. I love those fucking statues. Because he has objectified women his entire life and then someone puts a statue out of what he would look like naked and it's disgusting right. and it's this and it's a fuck you you fucking judge everyone on the way they look or yep. how much money they have absolutely you piece of shit boom can someone clip that out and send it to him uh, thank you oh he's he is it he's day. hateful and he's he doesn't hateful. care though and he's, he doesn't care about. He doesn't care. You know, like you can hate Hillary. I know a lot of people hate Hillary, yeah. but you know what? She's a public servant. She's a public servant. She's been a public servant her entire life. Mm-hmm. She serves the public. Everyone has lies. Everyone has. Oh, she yeah. has spent her life as a public. The Clinton Foundation is not to make them money. None of them get a salary. It's That's to right. help other. You fucking idiots! Read a fucking. And you know what? He's an addict. This is what I've decided. I'm, I'm tweeting this, twatting it today. <laughs> but he is an addict. He's addicted to publicity. Mm-hmm. And the media is the enabler. Oh, my God. The media is one big, giant, enabler. hypodermic yeah. syringe shoved into his vein. Right. Just constantly right. pumping him full of the juice that right. makes him run. Right. Which is attention. Right. That's all That's he all wants. That's all he wants. I don't think he ever He's thought psychotic. he would get this far. Right. I don't think he now, would. Now, you um, did do drugs and then stopped. Yeah. Yeah. Now, as a matter of fact. Um, I, I what am was the worst? What I'm, was the I worst? don't say this often. Right. But to anybody listening, I don't say this on my own right. show. But I'll, I'll be honest. Whenever anyone asks me about right. it, I feel it's very important for me to be 100% right. honest about it. Yeah. I have struggled with cocaine mm-hmm. usage mm-hmm. Uh, for uh, many years. Right. I did it in secret. Mm-hmm. Si- you know, secretly struggling. Right. People think that I was a party guy, mm-hmm. you know, when right. really I was this self-hating addict. Well, hello. Yeah. Stand up comedy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The funnier you are, the more yeah. fucked up. Self-hating. You are. I mean, that's hello. All right. Yeah. yeah. And so, Prerequisite? you know, here, here it is that people, you know, uh, people thought. <laughs> <laughs> this really is a visual show. We I got, know. We need oh, to start two, taping oh, the you show. Got to. You got yeah. the two of you have to be on camera. Make the, faces. The looks that you are t- shooting and the and the responses. It's a whole show within I the. Yeah, so sorry. It's beautiful. All right, go ahead. But no, I was, um, you know, here everybody think I have, I'm a, I'm a party guy. Like, that guy goes hard. You know what I mean? He gets right. drunk and he's like, he's a party, mm. he's crazy and this. And really, I was an addict. Right. You know, and I didn't know what to do. I didn't know that you could reach out for help. And it was my wife that actually got me to get some help and, uh, you know, who kept me from falling down that right. rabbit hole right. and self-destructing, right. you know? And uh, to this day, I I think of myself as an addict. I don't right. think of myself as somebody who overcame an o- a cocaine addiction because I'm always in danger. You know what I mean? Right. You're always in danger of, of relapsing and falling back. Mm-hmm. And so I try my best to just, So you know, do you freak out if you see like a powdered donut at Dunkin' Donuts? Um, if the powder's on the table, mm, yes. Right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> if the powder's on the donut, I'm fine. If some of that powder flakes off on the table, I'm like, oh, God. Yeah. Oh, I'm, a, oh, I'm a little itchy. 
I'll be on the donut. Oh, you can get the powder. Yeah, exactly. um, okay, so you get married. You yeah. have kids. Yeah. You did you stop doing the coke before the kids? No. After no. the to kids. To be honest, I was still doing coke when my daughter was born. And daughter, the eldest, the eldest who is okay. sixteen now. Okay. And I was still, you know, really, I've been, I've been good, you know. Uh, I don't call myself clean and sober because I still drink. And you're, you smell. And I smell. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping it wasn't noticeable. I know. Yeah, actually. Oh, actually yeah, I know. It's called, okay. it's, right. it's called, yeah, it's called oils, Chuck. Right. Try them. Because a shower won't yeah. help you. But no, um, you know, probably up until she was about seven, eight, I was still like wow. dipping Didn't in and out. Didn't you feel guilty? I felt more than guilty. Yeah, uh, I bet. So here's the, here's the thing that's so weird. So you get depressed, and you're like, okay, I'm going to get high, and that's going to make me feel better. Right. And then you get high, and you feel worse, worse. than right. you ever felt. Right. And then feeling worse, you're like, I'm never doing that again. Right. And then and you feel bad again. You feel again. bad again, yeah. and you're like, I got to get high. Right. And I went through that madness Right. For a while, and then finally, I started like you know I did like ninety meetings in ninety days and that whole thing. And right, I, you know, started going to Cocaine Anonymous. Right. And matter of fact, I was at a meeting day before yesterday mm -hmm. with a, with a buddy of mine who just happened to say I'm going to a meeting. I was like, you know what, I'm going to go. I haven't been to a meeting in a long time. Oh, that's great. Yeah, and I was like, I'm going to go to a meeting. And then I got to the meeting and I heard the story where a guy who had been like clean and sober for twenty eight years and no he way. went back out and he went on a weekend bender and he was all fucked up and he was like and now it's like I'm back and I'm I feel like I'm starting all over again right. and it's even harder and I and and I went dude that, I can't have that happen to me and I said to my friend I was like dude God had you call me yeah so that I could say Lee Morgan <laughs> yeah exactly mm -hmm. I was like so that I could say let me go to a meeting yeah like I said that just for no reason and I heard that and I was like you know what dude I think I'm gonna start like you know getting back to the work of it because here's the thing I'm gonna be very honest I don't want to turn this into like a AA meeting I'm sorry but That's, you cannot we'll do the my drug my name is Judy <laughs> keep coming back what Judy. am I an addict of <laughs> oh lots of things I am well you're probably a CODA uh, what's a, a CODA bit. codependent codependent anonymous they have meetings I'm not Codependent? Um, yeah, you are totally not codependent. What are you talking about? Uh, Only with my kids, I can't take. No, I just well, think I that think, you I think would, we're all codependent yeah. when it comes Look, to the babies. I go to CODA meetings, and I feel like you would benefit from them. That's all. Oh, CODA. Yeah, it's, it's like, nice. It's I, nice. Uh, that's like a piano lesson or a the bear coda. meeting. Yeah, you're right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Wait a minute. Codependent on what? Who am I Cody on? No, no. It's just uh, the meetings are desire for healthy relationships and I feel like you and I have shared some similar uh, things in our relationship. Okay, I'm 20 years older than you. Yes, you Wait, are. Wait, how old are you? Uh, 32. Okay, I'm 21 years older than you. <laughs> yes, you really are. Probably 21 and a half. Yeah, whatever. And uh, so I have 21 years on you. you. Okay, go. Still hot. But anyway, uh, I just felt like um, you know, it's it's something that you, you can not do, and it's still a problem. Right. So what I've realized now is like, whatever led me to this in the first place, mm -hmm. I never ever dealt with that, to be honest. Right. I just do you wanted, go to therapy? Uh, I stopped going to therapy. I hated my therapist. You gotta get a, a good therapist. Well, you is, know, I, I, I agree Yeah. with the good therapist thing. Yeah. And the one I had, this guy, oh, he made me so 
like I would leave therapy and I'd be so fucking pissed off. No, you can't. And I was like, I want to go back in there right now and tell right. that guy, you know what? Fuck, Fuck you. you. I'm pissed. You didn't do a fucking thing for me. Right. I feel like shit and when they, I came in here. I feel like shit right now. You're taking this money from me. God You're like a it. fucking hooker. Every time I'm here, it's just What's like. What's the th- last name of the therapist? Oh, I don't want to say. I don't want to say. And he's not Jewish. Oh, <laughs> you, had the, you had the whistle going, but he's not Jewish. All right. There's your anyway, problem. long story short, I had told him that I didn't, I didn't think that um, this was helping me. And he was like, well, you know what you can do to make sure this helps you? And I was like, what? He was like, continue to come. And I was, and I never. Oh, go fuck yourself. There's so many shitty therapists. Yes. Sounds like a Scientologist. It's yes. like, I could never do that to someone. If I oh. knew that I wasn't helping them, yeah. I'd be like, you got to fucking. Yeah, I had very good know. insurance at the time. So right. he was like, this guy's a golden goose, baby. Now, um. That's one Wait. thing. You do go out of your way to help people that don't want to help themselves sometimes, and and you you are very. Look, that's all. That's all I was saying. What that I go out of my way to help people. Yeah, and you also have self hate, but you're a, a good comic, so that makes sense too. That's love- that's all these things. Coda is good for. I just wanted to put that out. All right, but just- I'm not. I I know what I hate about myself. Yeah, no, you're very self aware. Right, that so has nothing I don't to do with it. And I'm in therapy. Oh yeah, now, you're good. Um, I learn a lot from you. We, a lot of what we discuss, we try to discuss with our guests. I mean, my guest, and then I have a co-host, um, is <laughs> what pisses you off? Because oh, cool. I am constantly pissed off, um, as you know. Yes. And you were just really pissed off. So that made me, like, I love, I, anger is... Anger's a good thing. Anger's, and to get it out, is so important. And they say rage is sadness that was never dealt with. Mm. That makes sense. Right, and... That and, was deep. Um, that was deep. That affected me. It resonated. All right. And, but getting, I get angry at, like, I, 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 people fucking piss me off yeah. so much. And, like, just riding my bike here. And it's like, you know what? You don't have to fucking cut me off because you're in a fucking car. Like, what right. the fuck is your motherfucking problem? Yeah. So, what is it? Is there, are there or is there one thing or are there many things? There's a lot what of things. What pisses you? What makes your fucking blood boil? Um, you know, the thing that I'm trying to work on, mm-hmm. because I feel as though it makes me a bad person, I have one prejudice that I really need to work on, and it's when I think somebody is stupid. Oh, I no. That's not a, No, you don't have to work on that. <laughs> you don't. Because they are fucking stupid. When I feel like somebody's stupid, I, can't. I feel like a terrible person because I just don't you want just anything to do yeah, with you. Yeah, you have to dismiss like, them. It's like you're no longer... Somehow I have X'd you out of the human race. Right. Like, you don't matter. Like, over right. there with you, I'm done. It's, it's like the difference, but they're stupid and nice... And then they're stupid and mean. Yeah, well, stupid and nice, I feel as though at least you're smart enough to know that you need some redeeming quality. Right, 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 You're right. willing to yeah, learn more. Right. right. And if you're a nice person, you probably are willing to learn, learn more. You're probably not stupid. You're more ignorant than you are anything right, else. Right, right. And ignorance is okay because I'm ignorant of many things. Right. But I'm on a quest to reduce that ignorance right, to the on smallest a daily basis. on a daily basis. Right, right. Okay? To the smallest fraction possible. Uh, I can't stand people who just hold on to ignorance as if it were some type of pacifier or security blanket right, right, or right. like just go fucking die. I'm sorry I said now that. I hear it, baby. 
I totally agree. Like, Seriously, why don't you get the fuck out of here so that we can get on with the business of making this world a better right. place? I, I agree, and I feel that when people use a book or, or no. some quotes and that, right. you know, well, I can't do that because this one told me this or that one said that. or yeah. No, you people who don't think for themselves, right. that fucking, don't give me some goddamn, like, quote from the Bible or right. quote from this one or right. quote, for, you know, have a fucking opinion have, and right. an informed opinion. Informed. And, 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 and I'll give you, for instance, it's so funny. Uh, so... Hennessy sent me an email. Right. Okay. And in in the email, it just it said, I am uh, by the way, straight transgender male. Right. Right. And I appreciated that. Right. You know what I mean? Because it was like you're letting me Is in. Is that why you didn't CC me on the email? I did CC you. Oh. <laughs> there you go. Go ahead. So anyway, the cool thing, uh the cool thing was I on the way here. I said to my wife, like, oh, I really appreciated that. Like, you know, he gave me a heads up right. just in case. One, it shows like, yo, man, this is who I am. Right. All right. So just give me the, give me right. the heads up. Right. And, and two, it shows the confidence in me. Right. To be able to deal and accept that. Not right. even deal with it, even though I understand right. that some people got to deal with shit. Right. I'm beyond that i'm like it's time for you to start accepting some shit right right you know what i mean and so my wife and i got into a conversation and uh i said i don't think that it's my place to uh judge how somebody lives their truth right and it really pisses me the fuck off that there are people who actually want to tell you how, how you're you supposed fucking to feel. I know. How you are on the inside. Right, right. What your life experience right, right. is. What you have been through. Right. Oh, you were there, fucker? Yeah. You were there when I was six years old? Right. You were there when I was five and I felt the way I fucking feel right, right now my right. entire God life? You were there? Woo! You're going to tell me how I feel? Right. And it burns me up. Oh, my God. My mother used to say that. It burns me up, Judith. <laughs> yeah. It just burns it just me up. Burns me up. That I, it's so, true. You know, so don't that, tell me what I know. Right. You know. Right. And so it really that is something that hisses Would, me if off. You had, and, and by the way, let me just yeah. finish with that. Nor do you have to understand somebody's truth. Right. In order just have, to allow them to live their truth right. and accept, accept their truth. Right, right. You don't have to understand it. And I would much rather have somebody say, you know what? I don't understand it. I really don't understand it. But you're a good person. At the same yeah. time, you know, maybe one day I will. Right. Until then, I accept it. Right. That's it. Right. First person to ever come out to me was a very good friend of mine. And I did not understand it. I was in my teen years. Right. And he said to me, hey, man, I just got to tell you this because I don't know anybody else that I can tell. But I feel like if I tell you, right, like you're going to have the right response. Right. And I was like, you can tell me anything. And he said, I'm gay. And I went, well, what does that really mean? <laughs> I was like, so what's that really mean? <laughs> you know, because back then you called people gay when they just did something. I know. You didn't That's want why to. I can't then. stand this new queer word. Because yeah. queer was like. <laughs> 
you know, you're a nerd. Right. Queer yeah. meant nerd. It yeah. didn't mean like you were a homosexual. Right. Well, now you know we I mean? gotta do this fucking shit. I'm sick of you people changing the fucking words. <laughs> well, queer Nerds. is is now an umbrella term for basically right. I'll everything. Give you a right. Fucking right. Umbrella. So Go anyway, ahead. I said to him, <laughs> "Don't threaten me with a good time." <laughs> so I said to him, um, "Well, I don't understand." Right. And this is what he said to me. Do you know how you feel about women? Right. And I said, yes. He said, when did you know you felt that way? And I said, I don't know. I guess I always felt that way. Right. He said, that's how I feel about men. And I went, oh, shit, I understand. And then did you run away? No, we had love. <laughs> we made love and that was it. No, yeah, yeah, nice. uh, no, I didn't run away. Um, you know, we're still friends to this right. day. And just sucked his dick real quick. Yeah, and sucked his dick and then that was it. You oh know, my God. Was, it big? Was, good. was it big? Huge and veiny. No, so yeah. All but, right. You know, that burns me up. That burns. Oh, God. With her smile. Oh, wait, that's someone at my door. Hold on. I thought that was my friend Hello? who came out to me calling. Hello? Right. <laughs> Hello? You can turn the world on. Uh, Thanks, Chuck. That's his ringtone. Yeah, that's his ringtone. <laughs> Here we go. Okay, just let him in. I think it's the FedEx guy. Now, oh, that's um, cool. You got that thing where you can um, yes! you can control so your house yes! from your phone. Like my, my son got someone called Henry in Indiana. And he calls me the other day. He's like, your dry cleaning's downstairs. I'm like, well, can't you fucking let them in? Oh, I forgot, because he's always stoned. All right, now. Okay. Um, wait. Uh, Judy's just looking at her text messages. Yes. All right. I'm just looking because, uh, yeah. Anyway, I'm sorry. Now, Chuck, um, have you ever worn anything uh, made by Mac Weldon? As a matter of fact, I have. Really? I have two pair of Mac Weldon boxer briefs at home right now. And uh, they're good, right? They're actually very good. Here's what I like about them, to be honest. They do not ride up. Right. Thank so you. I Thank love you. I love boxer briefs because I like, you know, I like that feeling of right. like the shorts yes, instead yes, of like yes. the cut of the yeah. briefs. Did you feel like you need a garter for them almost? Yes, you do. Because you're times? constantly, when you wear boxer yeah. briefs, what you constantly do is you reach in your pocket. You grab the edge of your undershorts you and pull you pull it down. I know, Ben does that, but right. now he's got the, um, he's got the boxer shorts to yeah. things. So, yeah. um, so I wear them because they have like r these nice little reinforced bands around the thigh right? and they don't ride up and they're very comfortable. I like Mack Weldon. It's like a second skin. I love it. And they, the fabric is really good. Absolutely. And so I heard soft. it's good on the balls. <laughs> That's what I heard. Well, you know, my balls are particularly swampy. So, right. uh, you know, it's good that they are. Can you, know. you show me right now? <laughs> um, no, Mack Weldon actually, uh, uh, one, two things. One, uh, comfort. And two. Quality. They, the quality is good. Yeah. yeah. And they look good. They yeah. look good. And their t-shirts are great. I wear the t-shirts. Oh, my God. So that, you know what? I forgot about that. I have a Mack Weldon green V-neck. Yeah, they're cool. Yeah. Nice. And I wear it not as an undershirt. I yeah, wear they're it good. as an actual right. shirt. Right. You know what I mean? Throw a blazer on top of it if I'm, yeah. So. Why do you ask? Well, I, I just want everyone <laughs> to know <laughs> that I actually, uh, if they go to MacWeldon.com and what's what's our code? We use code kill me. Code kill me. <laughs> You'll kill get 20%, me. 20 off. Off Sweet. your first order. Very nice. Yeah, thank you. You can try them out and if you don't like it, send it back and they'll give you your money back. So you but you're not, to you're going to love it anyway. Yeah, you and will. It, and they're good because they have, they're made with silver so you don't smell. So yeah, one of the lines is uh, woven with silver, which yeah. is like a... a Natural deodorant. Right. What's my name? Judy Gold. Gold. 
There you go. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. Now, we always ask our guests this. You smell good, too. (laughs) We always ask our guests this. Go ahead. Um... I have no idea what the answer to this is. Do you? Oh, um, I'm going to say no. Yeah, I think no, too. No to uh, what? Are you uh, on any antidepressants? No, no. All right. No. All right. Uh, I knew it. Once in my life. Uh, For once in my life. Uh, yeah, sorry. I can't do a Once in my life, I went to a doctor who told me that uh, I should be on antidepressants, right. that they would even me out. Right. And I forgot what I took, what it was, but I hated it. Right. Uh, I got off of it without telling him I had a psychotic episode. Yes, they're bad. You can't do that. And I never, ever, just, that was it. Yeah, you can't just go off. I know. Uh, it was a... It's a trip. It was a real trip. Do you remember trip. what yeah. you were on? Oh, no. Because uh, it changes your ke- the chemistry in uh, your brain. It does. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then when you get off of it, your brain doesn't know what to do, right. and it starts producing all these other crazy chemicals, right. and I went nuts. Yeah. Okay. Um, <clears throat> I remember drinking uh, an, an almost an entire fifth of vodka because of what it did to me. Right. Mm. And I was feeling suicidal because I wasn't on the pit. And, but anyway, yeah, you it was- got it slowly. Yeah, yeah, you got to wean off, but I didn't know that. But we're I very was, pro-medication or whatever it takes I'm very pro-medication if, yeah. if, if it works for yeah. you. Um, so that, now, you know, so what I did after that was I wanted to do cognitive therapy, cognitive I behavioral. did, I did CBT, baby! Yeah, so- it's so good, isn't it? It is, and you know what? Gives you tools, and, tools, and tool so belt, lesbian tool belt. And uh, that's my next thing is uh, cognitive behavioral yeah, therapy. Yeah, so good, and meditation. It is. You know, that's something I gotta start doing, is meditating. I told Fugelsang I would meditate with him and teach him how to meditate, but then, you know, he's always like, you know, every time we have a date, can we please He's record like, that? What? You and Fugelsang's meditation sesh. Oh, that would be kind of cool. No, I don't. No. Just, just put a camera up. <laughs> it's so boring. I'll edit it together. All you do is breathe. No, you're not editing. Go ahead. It's really hel- helpful. I yeah. And on days I don't meditate, I could totally feel it like today. <laughs> um, Chuck, I miss you. I miss, I miss you seeing too. you at World's Dumbest. I know. Wasn't we used to run into each other gig? all the time. That was a great gig. And now now and, there's another show. Now they've taken that idea. And yeah, You and, know what I hate is that they replay them over and over and over and we get no money. Nothing. Nothing. And people think you're getting paid, but you're right. not. I know. You know, because it's cable. Right. Basic cable. Also, um, Chuck has a uh, podcast. Is one I mentioned again. On play dot shit. On play dot shit. Yeah, it's Our called network, nice. Play dot it. It's called CBS. nice advice. Yeah, nice it's advice. on iTunes and play dot. Right. It's shit. a great show. He Thanks. takes uh, advice um, from advice columns and various sources, right? And yep. then uh, gives you the right advice. Yeah. So we right. read. How do you feel read. about having a guest named Judy? Oh God! <laughs> Shut up! It's Henry. Uh, I want you on the show. As a matter of fact, we were going to try and do one while we were here together. Oh, but all right. I have to get to work. You okay. Wait, where fact, are you I'm, going? I'm 10 minutes late to work. Uh, you know. No, you have I have job. a So I have another job. I work with Dr. Neil deGrasse Tyson. I know, you fucking asshole. <laughs> I was at a you live. You 
I was at a live taping of yeah. the last show you guys recorded, the, the, at the math pl- one at, at and the, the marijuana one. Oh, you were there? At the play, yeah, I was right there. At I the hate planetarium. you. I'm a little yeah, jealous. I'm yeah. a little jelly about that. I can, yeah. I can get you tickets. I know it. I love Neil. Uh, he's, he's great. A, oh, God. He's such a great he's guy. Amazing. And so smart. And uh, smart is not the word. I hang out with this guy, and it's like a master class. Like, right. He is. And he is oh, not only smart about astrophysics, which is kind of a redundancy. Right. He's smart about astrophysics, right, like right. as opposed to the dumbass he's who knows all about astrophysics. He's so not no. a, he's so can deal you know. He's a little Aspergery, but that's why I like him. No, it's endearing. He, I'm just he's can relate to people. He knows he's, how to he's very communicate. Sociable. Yeah. Very sociable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh and and loves wine and always. Oh, can I, I need to go out with you always guys? Always has oh. a great bottle of wine in his office, That's and so I great. go up to his office and we sit. When do I get we'll, to meet? Oh, anytime oh, you want. He should right. do the show. Can he? Yeah, you think he'd do our Kill Me Now show? No, he's got right now on his calendar four hundred requests. Oh, we'll wait a few years. <laughs> Fuck him! I hate him. <laughs> wait a few years. All right. Oh. Neil. Yeah, but uh, yes, you actually. Got to hang up your cast, and I have a battle of Birmingham. <laughs> <laughs> All right, listen. Oh my God, this has been so much fun. Chuck, you have to come back. I will. All right. Are you uh, kidding me? And Some, you can talk like you that. You are the best at at finding out the most obscure information on your guests. I, I love that. I am so impressed. I cannot Thank be- you. I can't believe you knew about Lee Morgan. Oh, yeah. That, I read a lot about Lee Morgan. That I is feel amazing. bad about Lee Morgan. Amazing. She's a witch. <laughs> She's a witch. Um, but you, I love you, Chuck. Good I love luck. you, too. Um, uh, now, and, and you're on Tweetar. Of course, at Chuck Nice Comic. Please hit me up on Twitter. Yeah, hit you up, bitches. Hit me up, bitches. Um, and I'm coming on your fucking show. Yes, you are. We're gonna. I can't wait to have you on the show All because right. I don't really answer the the right. questions the guest does. Right. And so the idea is for you to just tell these people the real deal. And oh, I'm I'm very perfect. happy to do that. <laughs> you know, I'm very I, happy. I'm not sure if you could do it though. Shut I don't. the fuck up. Chuck. <laughs> <laughs> um, Thank you so much for being on Kill Me Now. Uh, I'm Judy Gold. God, I can't. Uh, Anyway. We're on track now, right? Yeah, Yeah, we're on track. track This is our producer, Patrick, who produced Patrick. Patrick is great. Nice advice and Kill Me Now. Yeah. Uh, We love Patrick. Uh, Corey one was Friday. Corey two went up today. That yeah. sucks that Corey one only lasted four but, days. No, that it's, it didn't last only four no, days. Still there. Go back and listen to Corey Shut one. Shut the fuck up. Anyway, <laughs> lots so, of people are listening uh, to that now. I am going to be at the Emlyn Theater on the 24th and 25th, which is Henry's birthday, who just fucking called me. And uh, that's it. I don't know what else to tell you. Um, thank you all for listening. Thank you to Chuck Nice. That's a pleasure. Yes. And as always, so long! Everything was wonderful. I'll see you soon. Thank you for the visit. So long.